fuck Volume 1 in their polls and their awards and their... We didn't want to win their award, Jake. We didn't want it. We didn't want it enough. They wanted it more than us. <laughs> low man wins, and we weren't uh, low enough, Zach. I didn't That's... keep my head on a swivel. No, no. They, you know what? It was a tale of two halves, and I think uh, we had them in the first half. And I, they were flying around out there, and I think uh, they got the best of us. I here's what I want to say: If anyone's ever watched wrestling or the Royal Rumble, sometimes two rivals are too heated, and they take each other out. They That's cost true. each other the match. That was us in the Volume One podcast. We didn't win, but neither did they. Anyone but you, I yell at the Volume One podcast. I think that's what happened. Our voters tanked them. That's what that's we did. True. That's true. In a shocking result, the Volume One podcast lost their own poll. So in in a way, they suffered a worse defeat than us. Uh, they're the ones embarrassed. Uh, congratulations to Passion Pod a podcast that sounds like it's about religion, but not uh, breakout sessions, which apparently is about hockey. And then a fucking Royal credit unions podcast telling you about money saving tips from the fat cats to you. So I'm, I'm sure it's like, I think you should open another savings account with us. And if you do it today, you got promo code, you know, go fuck yourself. That's probably what they're doing. So if you listen to that podcast, you're a loser. I'm, I'm willing to say it. If you listen to that podcast, you're not allowed to listen to us. If the you 1% do, turn us off. would never listen to us, Zach. They've had it too good for too long. RCU, we're calling you out. Next year, your ass is grass. That's right. That's right. Not only us. We got the fucking I Don't Think So podcast coming for you, too. And they're the heavy hitters here, I think. Watch out for the playing catch-up podcast. <laughs> Quietly sneaking up. You know who might take RCU's listener pool? The Playing Catch-Up Podcast. Fucking Pete. Coming right. in hot. And there's an award for, like, best radio voice. And, Jake, you're starting 2023 out hot. I oh think you're God. coming for him. Hey, if you heard me yesterday, I, I sound like fucking very white compared to yesterday. I sound True. much better. Bob Bosold, watch your fucking back because <laughs> Jake Osmond's coming. No one's going to beat Bob till he's cold in the ground. But I'm going to give it a shot next year, baby. See you there, Bob. Play this clip. <laughs> At the award show. You called it. You called the shot. Yeah. Um, welcome to the season finale of the Flurry Sports Podcast. Um, what does that mean? That just means we're not showing up to work next week. When are we coming back? Probably about a month. I don't know. Uh, we're going to play it by ear. But until then, uh, you can... Look forward to Let's Go Wisconsin, which is going to be a new sports-centric, uh, Wisconsin sports-centric site coming at you um, from Flurry Sports, the fine folks at Flurry Sports. So definitely check that out. Um, not just sports. You might catch yourself some quick trip food reviews on there as well. Lots of was everything Wisconsin people will like will be on that. So that's what I'm going to be working on. And Jake... Is has voodoo going on in his halls right now, so he has that to work on. There's a lot of shit in our lives that we need to deal with at the moment, so we need this break, dude. For sure, there's a lot happening. All I can say for the folks who know what I've got going on in the halls, I can't reveal much, but here's all I can reveal the students involved, fine. <laughs> did I wake up to perhaps some voodoo put on me this morning? I did, Ooh. I did. Uh, damn it, <laughs> it shifted. I should have. So good wishes 
to from all of our listeners would be much appreciated. Hey, don't mess with the voodoo. I, I I said it once. I said it a million times. You can't <laughs> mess with voodoo. It's my earliest memory of Zach. That's <laughs> right. I'm just a four year old just being like, hey, I don't fuck with voodoo, and you should not either. <laughs> that, yeah, the PSA. Yeah, you know who did miss with voodoo, Zach? Who's that? The Philadelphia Eagles. They were greasing ah. up light poles. They were putting butt plugs in horses. They were trying to stop the worst possible outcome. And what happened? You mess with the bull, you get the horns. No one mm-hmm. called the Chiefs winning, according to Travis Kelsey, except all those people who did. And they won. And Aaron Andrews. And people are actually a little bit upset about that. Like, why is every, is Aaron Andrews and everybody feeding into that nobody believed in the Chiefs? Yeah. That was a real thing that we called out it at was. like the beginning of our yeah. season. Like we were saying, why is nobody? Why are people saying that the Chiefs are having a re- rebuilding year? But there were people out there. People doubted the Chiefs not because of their defense, but because of their offense. Because they didn't have Tyree Kill, and we're like, hey, that's not a good thing to do. Like, doubt their defense. That's fine. Don't doubt like all of their weapons that they suddenly have, and then they traded for even more. Here's my one thing, though, and this is maybe a a larger conversation, but um, I think (laughs) sports folks, sports talk is so 24-7 the universal now that you can always say someone doubted you. So that's like where I'm a little out on it is, yes, you are absolutely right that from the months of (laughs) July to August, there were a lot of doubters on the Chiefs. About week one, they were gone. Like, yeah. Everyone saw Russell Wilson play in Denver and saw the Chiefs play, and we were good. We were we were like, never mind. Like, right. I would say they proved them wrong week two. We were all confident, like, what stupid people. So, yes, they have the right to say that, but when, you know, it's, it's an 18-week season now. I don't know if you can be like, hey, you, July idiots, look <laughs> at that. You were wrong. Sure you can. That's bulletin board material that you know they brought out. Andy Reid brought it out this past uh, the two weeks they had to prepare. Every day, new newspaper clipping he po- uh, pinned onto the board that said, uh, Chiefs destined for third in the <laughs> AFC East or AFC West, maybe East as well. That's how bad they're going to be. Like, it's uh, – there were doubters. There were doubters. And heading into this game, people, like, overwhelmingly said the Chiefs oh, had sure. no chance to win. So, I mean – I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? That's fair. That's fair. I, you know what? Very fair. Because most people were picking the Eagles. I guess my thing was just like, as soon as I heard him say that, I'm like, we, everyone since, everyone since week four at the latest has been like Chiefs Super Bowl. Like we were way more confident about that than like anything else. Were they going to win it? I don't know. That's a fair point. But we all knew you were going to be here. And by the way, by about week four, I knew the Eagles were destined to lose the Super Bowl uh, because Philadelphia did what I hoped they would do. And they went for the trifecta. Losing championship game after championship game. They did it. They finally did it. Philadelphia, you deserve it. Congratulations to you. The Phillies, whatever the MLS team is. Uh, diehard MLS fan. Uh, I I just don't speak their name because I'm such a Loons fan. Um, and then now the Eagles, and then 76ers. Maybe they're about to go on a run as well and lose in the championship game. That would be awesome. That would. Yeah, I forgot that that was a storyline, but that's true. That wow, what a callback! 
A storyline for me. I'm not sure if it was a storyline for anybody else, but yeah. I I mean, hey, I think it's fair. Here's my takeaway. One more thing to kind of tie into everything. I'm also over all the people who are like, (laughs) Andy Reid's finally proven the Philadelphia Eagles (laughs) wrong. Wrong. Like that happened a while ago, you know? Right. Yeah, I I hate that. I'm happy Andy Reid got another Super Bowl and didn't like lose one. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Like I think he has solidified himself among the greats now, uh, which is a good thing, even though Weird I think to, to us. Me. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous. He's going to retire. I don't think so. They asked him about it after the game. Uh, Did he say t- no? Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. Bradshaw very ham handedly was like big guy time to ride off into the sunset. Yes or no? Like, he was just like, <laughs> tell me now. And Andy Reid said, no, 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 no. Um, he then catched it up with, like, I'm, right now I'm just enjoying the moment. But he started with a no. So okay. I, I don't think he's done. Um, I was nervous he was going to hand the reins to Eric Bieniemy and everything would fall apart. Because yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want Eric Bieniemy being a head coach. I'll say it. I'll be the first to say it. Fine. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Gun against my head that I'm holding. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. People three years ago wondered why he wasn't getting a head coaching job. People st- finally started to f- forget that he's a person. I'll just say it. Maybe he doesn't deserve it. Maybe. Fine. Maybe we bring Andy Reid's son back into the fold. No. Oh, oh, right. You're right. I, I disagree with that, too. I was just throwing it out there for the people who thought that at home. From the rooftops. Yes, you, Emily Osmond. I know it's what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop no. supporting him. Um, here, I will say, to that point, I mean, when they called out Andy Reid, the owner of the Chiefs went ahead and said, you know, one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. And I don't think anyone's going to argue with it. And I think we were already on that train. I just find, I think that's a good thing to notice in sports, which is mm-hmm. we all agree with that. And just sit in the truth that if he had lost, we would have been calling for his head. Like, that's the truth of it is like, it was a swing from, is he the reason the Chiefs couldn't win another one to one of the greats? So, um, Mm. and and I think he deserves this praise. I just think that's a wild, like, court of public opinion swing that would have happened. Super wild. And yeah, that's the difference between having the winning record in the Super Bowl or the losing record. Speaking having of that, won. Jalen Hurts washed the problem. Washed. Is he the future at quarterback in Philadelphia? I don't know. He couldn't get it done in the big game, Jake. He couldn't win the MVP, couldn't get it done in the big game. Um, he played really well. He he had some bad throws uh yeah. in the fourth quarter. And I thought play calling for the Eagles, in all honesty, was shit in the fourth quarter. I'm not yeah. sure exactly what they're doing. And the cherry on top was the Hail Mary attempt at the end, which was what a way to go out. Freak me, man. <laughs> like, who why do you do, you do that? Who do you let's start talking about this game at the end of it, Zach, like we always do. How yeah. do you who do you blame for that? Because I'm not be gonna lie, right? for this one, I put blame on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll blame Jason Kelsey. Um no. <laughs> I I I would say Sirianni, like you you have to know. I mean, this is probably what happened. Sirianni probably asked Jalen Hurts, "Do you think you can get it to the end zone?" Jalen Hurts said yes. Yeah, so I could maybe throw it through the end zone if I needed to. 
<laughs> Maybe you're right, but still, you got to know your guys. Like he's going to say that. You got to see just... my squats. Of course, <laughs> I, I can squat 600, coach. Um, you got to lateral it. You got to do the playground bullshit play. Like that's what yeah. you got to do. That's... You can't throw it 10 yards short of all receivers. Yeah, it's... <laughs> 10 yards short of receivers, 20 yards short of the end zone. I think it was it True. was very short. By the way. <laughs> That needs to happen more often. I saw that and was like, yes, human consequence. We need to see that more often than the NFL. Stop watching Aaron Rodgers plays and going, everyone can do that. Like, drop a play to a scheme. Right. And by the way, though, NFL analysts for next year for around June, July, they put in a little mental note because get ready for this, people. They're going to start questioning Jalen Hurts' arm strength. Because, like, he proved that he could throw to the open guy this year, that he proved he could somewhat read a defense. He certainly failed yeah. at that in the Super Bowl sometimes. But now the thing we absolutely can criticize him about is arm strength. And they'll be like, look no further than the biggest game of his career. Oh, by he, the way, Russian quarterback. Right. Yeah, he ran for 70 in the game. But Patrick Mahomes ran for 50, and he's a passing quarterback. So yeah. uh, how we valuable We had three rushing touchdowns, Zach. Sure, they were all from half a yard out but that's three three rushes you know the thing is jake jalen hurts had a chance to win the super bowl for his team and he couldn't throw the ball there so this is on him you're right you're absolutely right and that's what every nfl analyst will do yeah i know it uh, that part sucks um let's start there zach chiefs win this game or did the eagles lose it my favorite sports question (laughs) i think i think chiefs won it I think Chiefs won it. I I do. I am a big. I do. I fall victim to that a lot. I say that a team loses it or a team plays to not win. And I think the Eagles maybe a little bit played to not win in the second half. But I think the Chiefs did uh, actually come out. I think their defense, Spagnolo, like I said, best defensive coordinator in big games. In games that yeah. don't really matter, he's shit. But in big games, Spagnolo knows what to do. Uh, so props to him and props to the medical guy who shot up uh, Patrick Mahomes with every painkiller known to man. Yeah, um, I do have I, I have one gripe against the Chiefs. I didn't realize it till just now. I do think the Chiefs definitely won that game. I think um, like if you watch it, the Eagles made like one mistake. But like, did they make more mistakes than the Chiefs did in the first half? No, I just think sure. the Chiefs, to your point, like. Spagnola's defense tightened the noose in the second half, and I, I don't think anyone makes adjustments like Andy Reid does at halftime. Um, that's my gripe, Zach. Is if I have to hear one more fucking post-game speech where the Chiefs go, we just didn't play like ourselves in the first half. We were <laughs> uncharacteristic. True, we do what we've never done, even though I've seen you do it. Every playoff game I've ever fucking watched is you playing shittier than you did in the second half. Like, stop telling me that's not what you do when it's literally <laughs> how you've won both of your Super Bowls. True. That is true. I will say, though, every time the Chiefs lose, I'm very much a let's not give too much credit to the other team type of person. Yeah. Like, it totally, like, every time the Chiefs, this Chiefs regime has lost, it's like, oh, they didn't play like themselves today. Yeah. Travis Kelsey didn't catch three touchdowns. Which... You know, is that real? Is that not? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. 
Here's but, the thing. Yeah. They no longer out-personnel everyone except at the quarterback position. So they play pretty good in the first half. Then they out-scheme you, and they really outplay you in the second half. Like, that's what they do. Also, their defense certainly doesn't outskill you, and so they adjust in the second half. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And th- that defense, on all honesty, is about to be very scary, I think. Because, yeah. like, they started, I think, like, four rookies – because yeah. their corners were rookies. Leo Chanel's out there. Uh, their middle linebacker, Nick Bolton, who's an absolute stud's a second-year guy, I believe. Yeah, Bolton and Chanel had good years. Very good years. I think Bolton, you could have made an argument for him winning the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, He had, he had nine tackles and a defensive touchdown and an almost touchdown. And yeah. an almost touchdown goes a long way in terms of momentum. Yeah. And he did hey, by the By the way, Chanel... Uh, Grantsburg, Wisconsin's finest. No one more of an expert in how gritty Grantsburg is than Zach Bruner. Oh God. They were made I, for the biggest stage. They, they absolutely were. I, I, I have to give respect, but there is a little hatred in my heart for Leo Chanel. I, I have to say he can go fuck himself, but, uh, I do respect By him. the way, if they ever have to play a Super Bowl in the weather, watch out. Yeah, no kidding. He'll be, it is element. Um, <laughs> that's that's true the biggest thing from this game that i think and what i f- was hoping would happen i thought could happen i thought the eagles defense was going to get exposed and yeah. i think they did they made a big deal about hiring vic fangio over the past two weeks to teach the defensive coordinator how to be yeah. a defensive coordinator uh, but the big play everyone's talking about today on monday we're recording this monday morning um everyone's going to be talking about that pass interference call right yeah um, and I, so I guess what's your take on it? Because I think it was a good call. Truly. Like I, not the second hold, but I think the hold right away at the, on the first move was a hold. And then the cornerback who got called also said it's a good call. So if he's not even defending himself, I think that's a good call then. It's a good call. The only defense against it is, is something that we've been against on the show for a long time, which is, um, apparently Greg Olson's philosophy, which is swallow your whistle. Um, in the yeah. last, like, like if that is your philosophy that like refs shouldn't decide a game, you're not going to like it, but it, it, it was a good call. But I think that's the thing is like, I think people are arguing more about like, well, that call clearly cost them the game. And it's like, well, yeah, but also not a bad call. Like very right. much. I'm, I'm in the opposite camp of like, and also, here's the thing. We're hypocrites. So it's like, they don't make that call. That's also what we're talking about. Like, True. that's a call you make 90% of the game. And then because it happens in that moment, you don't call it. That's stupid. So um, I'm with them calling it. Um, I'm also, here's my take. All right. Play the game. Play the fucking game. Don't, yeah. s- don't wait for a field goal. You wussies. Go, <laughs> go for the I agree. I, there's Listen, it's smart. There's not actually anything we can do about it. I hate laying down on the one-yard line. Every running back should be a Todd Gurley <laughs> yeah. for the score. I, I I don't know. It's that sucked. Like, don't like don't uh-huh. get me wrong. What a bad way for a really good game to end. Um, and I'm not gonna yeah. lie, didn't that feel like it underlined the call of like, well, that's mm-hmm. definitely gonna be what ends the game because we're just gonna sit here on the one yard line. Right. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I hated that as well. I hated that for multiple reasons, like the least of which is 
that you already missed a kick. Like yeah. I, I, I'm not putting my Super Bowl chance in the hands of a kicker, regardless of who the kicker is. Maybe Adam Vinatieri and Justin Tucker are the outliers, but I'm certainly not trusting fucking Harrison Butker. And, well, and especially they did, if they're going to get the but... ball back at all. Like I know they didn't yeah. have enough time to do anything. It ended how it went, but like it's one thing if you know, like the clock's going to completely run out. But like, yeah, you you true. are going to give them the ball back anyway. Make them drive the field. I I don't know that. I'm with you on that, and that's a tough <laughs> it's a tough side to take on the issue when it worked. Right, um, right. You know, and and I'm understanding of that. My big thing. Also, talk about things that don't matter in hindsight, but it's the hill I'll die on. I'm a huge not fan of doing the pause knees with Mahomes. Like, yeah. to, to stall the clock, he's waiting two seconds before taking a knee as, like, rushers come from his blind side. <laughs> yeah. um, that's begging for trouble. Also, I think it's a weird gray area of, like, if a guy's going to give himself up, mm-hmm. like – like, if someone had hit him as he was going to take a knee, that would have been, been a flag. flag. Yeah. And that's not fair. Like, he's stalling it out on purpose. Like, also, he was totally waiting for a fake knee. I thought that's where yeah. we were going. <laughs> I thought he was going to fake it and then easily score, and then we were going to have that conversation. Like, I think they need to clear up that rule. Yeah, it's like an unspoken rule thing. Like, if you're going to take a knee, then just take the knee. Uh, You're not trying to bait a call. You're not trying to work anything. So, yeah, I dislike it, too. And I think they only did it once. I'm guessing if he would have tried to do it a second time. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did do it a second time. But usually... The second time was a little more awkward. (laughs) So, like, I think it was, like, a little more played out. Like, he kind of made a play of it. But Because if he was going to, like, dance around or whatever for the second time, I think the Eagles would have brought heat. Yeah, And, you know, that would have, if it didn't hurt Mahomes, maybe an offensive lineman could have got hurt. You know, someone's going to get hurt on a play like that, and you don't need to do it. Just no. score the fucking touchdown, Andy. <laughs> Andy. Well, yeah, and listen, we both know that, like, that's the smart thing. Like, why would they do that unless they're forced to do it? But I, I don't know. I think it's something worth looking at for the NFL of, like, uh, how often do you want a game to end that way? I don't know, you know? Um that was such a shitty edit because it's pass interference, taking knees, field goal, horrible, worst Hail Mary of all time. Like, that's how the game ended. Well, yeah, and let's talk about that a bit. I do honestly think it's not going to get remembered for as good a game as it was. Like, a really yeah. good game of, like, like if you like football, like, so many little adjustments and, like, my biggest thing with the pen with the penalty is I think it takes away from the fact I love the fact that as good a game as Jalen Hurts had, it all came down to like one strip sack. Like that was yeah. awesome. Like the fact that they punished him for like one moment of loose ball carrying was great. Yeah, com- completely agree. And you know, football purists will say that's the difference between you know the experienced player and the first time the player made the Super Bowl, like. Yeah, everything's magnified in that moment. And that truly is. That was the Eagles' one mistake, really. Yeah, and, and I love that. I love that it came down to like that. Yeah. I also love that like the, the game never like even when the Chiefs were kind of out of it in the first half, they like weren't out of it too long. Like it was competitive the whole way. Like it was just one team was outplaying the other. I would even argue to your point, like. 
the defense kind of collapsed for the Eagles, but I would just say that like they made a couple big plays and then the Chiefs just made a bigger play on the next down. Like there was that one huge hit and it forced a third down. And then they just had a huge third down conversion late in the second half. Like I, yeah. I like don't get me wrong, they certainly outplayed the defense, but I thought it was very close and like very well coached for the most part. I, I'm with you on some of the NFL. Here's hey, NFL, listen to me. You need to figure out how to play with a fucking lead. How come no one knows how to play with a lead in the league anymore? Especially against the Chiefs. No one gets it. No No. one panics a team like the Chiefs. Everyone shifts into, I have to score as many points as possible. Hold the ball, goddammit. Like, don't stop scoring, but also, like, teams do one of two things. They either, like, we have to only run now, or they're like, we can't run at all. Like, yeah. keep doing what you did. Like, just, you know, make a little adjustment and go. Yeah, Eagles never really leaned on their running game, which is yeah. a mistake. Like I said, the first team to establish the one run would win, and no team really established the run. Like, I guess maybe Pacheco did at the end. I don't know. But, like, no one, yeah. Yeah, no one really did, and the Eagles running backs overall were terrible. Jalen Hurts was the only one who really did anything on the ground. Uh, yeah, 70 yards on the ground for Hertz, over 300 yards passing for Hertz. Mahomes didn't even pass for 200 yards. Like, I don't think he's a Super Bowl MVP. I don't, I don't get, I don't care that he Paul pierced his way back into the game and played fine. I don't care that he was the MVP coming into the game. I don't care that he has three passing touchdowns. If you have 182 passing yards as a passing quarterback, I think there's so many more players that are more worthy of the award than him this game. I said Bolton. I think Kelsey's more worthy. Um, I don't think Kadarius Tony. I heard that a little bit, but he had one fucking catch. I think I my vote, Bolton is a great choice. I, I would have gone with Kelsey. Yeah, that's um, fair. I, I yeah. almost would have given it to him for that first score alone. Like I made this joke when we were watching the game together, but it's like one of those things where it's like for two weeks they've been watching tape going, this is the problem. <laughs> He's yeah. the guy. And he gets so fucking open on a post fade. It's like, how is he that good? And like he caused issues all game when you know they're keying on him and double teaming yeah. and like constantly that's who they're going to. Like I, I'm with you. And like it was a no-brainer once Mahomes like limped and then kept playing that he was gonna win it. Um mm-hmm. and listen, I'm not doubting that his ankle really hurt. I'm sure it was really <laughs> I'm bad. sure it's horrible. Yeah. I'm sure it's terrible. I, I just think that to your point, yes, the quarterback is gonna have more stats than the guys he was throwing to, but their impacts are like more magnified. I would have for sure gone with Kelsey. I also think if it's the moment of the Kelsey bowl pretty good. I thought that would have been fun. True. Um, yeah. And also just like, uh, he's also tied now for most Super Bowl touchdowns ever. Is that right? Or is he still behind, um, just, I think, I think he's, or Jerry Rice. I think he's behind by one okay. from Jerry okay. Rice. Yeah. Um, I think you tell me if I'm wrong, if Jalen hurts didn't have that terrible hail Mary attempt, do you think he would have earned some, Super Bowl MVP votes. I think he would deserve it. Yeah. Uh, he would have gotten some. That's, I mean, that's a fair point. The hard part is the losing quarterback's never going to get 
it over the winning quarterback. But um, yeah, he deserved it though. <laughs> he deserved it. He really deserved it. I think. Um, yeah, I think he deserved it. You know who I would have given it to if the Eagles had won? Let's say they had a little bit more time. You know, let's say they get 10 more seconds. They get a Hail Mary. They're down to one. They run another quarterback sneak to win. Mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey. Absolutely. You run four QB sneak TDs. The center's <laughs> got to get the award. He's bear crawling out there, by the way. Great form from Jason Kelsey. What an yeah. annoying fucking guy for the nose guard to play, by the way. He's just hitting your calves over and over. That's mm-hmm. the I couldn't believe how low he was getting on that push. Well, he's so tiny anyways. He's such a short center. And he was not only that, so he's annoying for the uh, tackle um, because he's getting so low. And then he's so fast, he's getting out on the safeties and cornerbacks and laying hits on them. That's annoying too. <laughs> like, knock it off. You're bigger well, than them. We get it. Well, and it's like, to your point, his pad level's so low, but because he has a naturally low gravity of center, especially compared to the guys he's blocking, he's yeah. also getting like, I couldn't believe the amount of space he was creating at the height off the ground he was. I was like, right. it's incredible that you're pushing them to, like on one of them, on one of their third down conversions, he got like two yards of clearage about half a foot off the ground. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was I I love that shit. So I was like, dude, you go. So I I'm joking, but also not joking. Like if they had done it again, like we all know QB sneaks are like just the hogs up front anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the quarterback's doing it. It's not unless it's a Cam Newton sneak. Then oh. clear out, you know? They're gonna say unless the quarterback squats six hundred pounds, and it's clearly his leg muscles doing the work. I'm sure none of his linemen can squat 600. All I'm saying is go back and watch some of the Cam Newton QB sneaks from back in the day. There's a lot of contact. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There were. There was. Um, Yeah. I wonder why his career didn't really last that long. Yeah. Stay down. Stay down. Stop jumping. Yeah. (laughs) Um, For our props, um, I'll start with a good one. So 10 accepted penalties. Uh, we both said clearly, obviously lower. It was nine. So we were right. Uh, it got closer than we thought it was going to get. Uh, square The Super Bowl squares, I went 1-7. Uh, you went 5-3. And it ended up being Chiefs 8-5. Uh, so that was a weird one. Not a lot of people got yeah. that. Gatorade color. I was cheering for orange the entire night. Apparently, I bet on yellow. Who knew? Um, <laughs> that You picked orange. And uh, ended up being purple. The least likely. Go cats. When's the last time it was purple? I can tell you right now. Was it 2012 Giants? So Ooh. Spagnolo maybe had a little bit of say in the Gatorade there. Or Coach uh, Coach Tron. <laughs> or Coach Tron, absolutely. He made a nice syrup for him. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. If I was the Gatorade maker for the Super Bowl, I'd always pick the one with the lowest odds. Yeah. That's a good that's a good planning stuff. So, I don't know though. 2012. It's been a while. 2012, good year though. Um <laughs> famously. Famously. Other stuff. Super Bowl, uh, the coin toss. Uh is oh, never in never in doubt. It was the you I mean you you picked heads. You were being a doubter the whole time. That's I was right. very invested. It was you got tails. so mad at me for picking heads. That was a good moment. <laughs> Jake, Jake, <laughs> knock like it off. 
That was good. That was good. Um, I saw some folks rooting for a Scorigami, which would have been a wild mm-hmm. outcome. It would have. Um, let me look really quick about highest scoring Super Bowl. It must not have got there because I would have assumed they would have said something. Have said, yeah. It had to have been close, though. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl, that was 75 fun. points. So we yeah. were off by two. From I believe the national anthem was way under. Um, in terms of length, what was the length? Uh, the length was um, one hundred and twenty-five point five seconds over under. And right, right. What was the? Oh, it it time? ended up coming in in about a uh, hundred seconds. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cool. Good job for speeding it up to get us to some football. What really mattered? Had to scare you though, because that last note took about twenty. True. Yeah, they were like trying to stretch, stretch for time here. Um, yeah. I so. will say this game could have ended. The only way I would have accepted the bullshit ending is the greatest ending of all time is that if that had gotten us uh, to the under. If yeah. the difference between a touchdown and yeah. field goal was the difference there, I the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Right. I almost wonder. I was thinking about that play. I watched that last play. This is the last thing I'll say about it back a few times. I think they're trying to draw pass interference. Mm. And that pisses me off more. Ooh. It also makes it worse that he couldn't get the ball in range. Well, no, I think that's planned because so oh. many times people are saying like underthrow the football and then the receiver will come back for it and there'll be a pass interference call. Fuck. Especially when you only need a field goal. Um which is annoying. But- Play the game. Super annoying. Listen, if that had happened, oh, actually, why didn't that happen? Zach, we could have gotten the pettiest finish in Super Bowl history. We have the laying down on the one-yard line and then the purposeful, oh, chef's kiss. I <laughs> That's so – listen, some plays are Romeo and Juliet and some plays are fucking Macbeth. It's a bloodbath. You got to do what you got to do, you know? That's fair. That's fair. And this is taking us to the end of the Flurry Sports Podcast Season 5. But first, we got to add some songs to the playlist uh, to send wow. you off, to have you something to listen to if you're not, you know, re-listening to our podcast while we are gone. Um, we are going to add six songs, three each to the playlist, bring us to a whopping 15-song playlist for Season 5. Jake, uh, what are your three songs? Zach, you know me. I'm pretty... Positive guy. That's what they. That's what they call me. Positive Pete. After my father. Um. They. You know. And on that note, it brings me great sadness. To as we mentioned, I've been on the the receiving end of some voodoo. I have some voodoo of my own for the listeners uh-oh. of this great podcast because we may have been robbed of our trophy, and now mm-hmm. that is our curse to bear, and I curse. Mm-hmm. The listeners of this podcast as well. A curse we share. Yeah. Of knowing I, of a great artist that no longer makes music. The greatest uh, curse I can pass on to someone. Great. Great. Rin Weaver fucking slaps. I've added three Rin Weaver songs. She sounds like a mix of uh, Florence and the Machine and Lord. And it's great. <laughs> It's really okay. good. She's very Irish, and it comes across. Um, and I got hooked on her. She was on, like, the alt charts uh, 
You might know her from her song Octahate. I didn't pick that one because it's not one of my favorite three. But here's my curse sack. Her whole album's good. She has one album and one single on top of it. And it's incredible. She has a million monthly listens and she hasn't made music since 2018. That's annoying. That's very annoying. Yes. Pierre is maybe one of my favorite songs of all time. Ooh, ooh la la, little bonjour, you know, for your taste <laughs> this morning. But if you like uh, Quinn and Chelsea Cutler, you're going to like Rin. Uh, so congrats. You get to know a new artist. But be cursed by the fact that she will never release music again. <laughs> Damn it. Well, thanks for that, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> that, no problem. Thanks for ruining everyone's Happy week. season five. Happy season's five. Um, that I stuck with the sort of the same vibe, I think. I think the podcast or the whole uh playlist has the same sort of vibe. I went with yeah. Christian French, certainly Ooh. in that Quinn 92 family, I would say. Of people. Uh the one that I would assume is uh famously uh grouped together by AOK, and he would tell you that a million times. Uh <laughs> shout out AOK. Um <laughs> But I went bit we've ever done just for us is a okay yeah. demanding to be on stage at yeah. the Quinn 92 concert. He's some say he's still demanding it. Um, I went with uh two of his more most popular songs, one with one of my favorites. So uh, I had Superstars, obviously, mm. that's a banger by Christian French. I think too much, um, sort of uh, chill, laid back. Then to go the most laid back and chill, we got Hungover Sunday. And I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, trying to get through their weekend without the Flurry Sports podcast. And hopefully you can just listen to Hungover Sunday to soothe you because uh, you won't have our soothing voice for I approximately the next month. But in the meantime, while we are gone, I we're not we're just the only ones taking a break. You can listen to I Don't Think So podcast. They're still churning out gold. Um is the Playing Catch-Up podcast going to continue to have episodes? Absolutely. Jake's fist-pumping, running his head through the wall right now. Does it absolutely. take me about a week to upload? Probably. But do you get four at a time? You fucking bet you do. So there's four out now. Zach's going to listen to the one where we talk about why LeBron's hated so much. Probably mm-hmm. tear his hair out. Um, and we're recording one today. Stay in the tune for this. Zach, you're going to love this. Where should they put new MLB teams? A, Ooh, a fun experiment. Are you saying we need more, or are we moving some? Uh, both. Uh, both. We don't. We don't need more. <laughs> We're good. You do I need think. more. It's not more games, just more teams. Why? Why? More, more market. There's only thirty of them. We need thirty-two. Also, it literally doesn't change anything. It makes the league Fine. more money and doesn't change. The The playoff structure doesn't have to change. The, the schedule doesn't have to change. You can literally yeah. do it for no like detriment, so you should do it. Plus, Montreal needs a team, man. Bring back the Expos. How about like the Montanimals? Get one Ooh. in fucking Helena or some shit. Dude, one of the rumors was Nashville. I kind of love that. Nashville. I mean, they would support it for sure. Yeah, for sure. So listen to the Playing Catch Up podcast. And, and again, huge shout out to the I Don't Think So podcast. This last week, they wanted to make sure they weren't being too controversial. So they covered Jesus, which was great. Yeah, That was my favorite start, by the way. Well, I didn't want to go into politics. So instead, I chose religion, yep. um, which was <laughs> great. great. So 
Be sure to listen to those. And then, of course, how we end every season, sappy, sappy words. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We know the Volume 1 Awards may not recognize us, but we know you do. And uh, it's wild that we've been doing this for, like, seven years now. So thank you for listening. Uh, It means a lot. Thank you for listening. I'm not going to give you too much credit because apparently you didn't all go vote. So uh, let's let's try to get motivated over the next month that we are pushing towards the next vote. Uh, we are still your favorite award-nominated podcast, nominated That's twice, right. told about it zero times, uh, but that is fine. Uh, we will be back in about a month. See ya. What about Kevin Durant? <laughs>